hunger somehow in suburbia was not met. And it is my very definite opinion that until we find modalities of stimulating the young mind and body within either the school setting or in the community where they can feel a part of something, where something has meaning, where there's feedback from, say, adult to youth and youth to adult, that we're going to be missing the boat in any educational program. My name is Alex Haber and I'm a high school history teacher in Utah and this is the So You Hate History podcast. I'm joined with my good friend and creative partner Josh Aldivia. Hello, it's good to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you. As we try, really what we're going to try and address here is what seems to be, I don't know, I wrote, I wrote problem here. I've been thinking of it as a problem, but I don't know if it really is a problem. History. What do you think, Josh? Do you think this is a problem? Do you think history is problematic? Well, history, I mean, I don't know. Do I have a problem with it? Sometimes. Uh, but is it problematic? You know, history itself, it's really the act of us trying to learn about where we come from, what we're doing, uh, why we do the things the way we do them. Um, but, you know, whenever you look into the history of human beings, you're going to find that there are some pretty shitty ones. So, you know, there is some problem in history, but I think the real problem is a lot of people don't really want to learn more about it. No, we hear the phrase all the time, especially as educators, mm -hmm. I hate history as they come into the classroom. And really, I, I, that bugged me for a long while. Like, why do you hate history? Why do you hate the subject? I'm biased, of course. I'm a U.S. history teacher and sure. have been a U.S. history teacher and world history teacher. So it's I feel like I've kind of been around the block talking about different problems with history um, and different ideas. But why hate it? And when it came down to it, I think it might come from this idea that it is a misconception. The misconception of what history is. I think most of where this stems from is this idea that history is just names and dates and places. And the only way to be successful with history, if we're going to approach it as a student, okay, is to know all of those, memorize all of those, pure brute memorization, <laughs> and that's all that it is. And I think that's a very harmful misconception. And you know, it's a misconception throughout academia, right? That like brute force numbers and memorization is the key to success. But honestly, I think that's what we're getting at here is we need to uh, be a little bit clear about what is history? Why is it exciting? How can it enrich our lives? You know, and it's so much more than just names and dates, as you know, for sure. Before we get into the episode, I do want to take a minute to lay out how the episode goes. So, You Hate History will be laid out with each episode flowing kind of a narrative style. I kind of want to tell a story here, get into it, we'll approach it, we'll introduce the question, get some thoughts, ask some questions, come out with a conclusion at the end, and uh, invite you to continue listening as we go through. Um, the goal is to try and be do this in like 15 to 20 minutes. I got some feedback as a teacher uh, <laughs> that uh, some of these history questions, they are interesting, but anything beyond 15 to 20 minutes kind of just not exactly something that they're looking for. I, I had suggested a couple other good history podcasts like Dan Carlin's Hard, Hardcore History, um, Mike Duncan's Revolutions, and students have kind of given back the feedback. They're like, Mr. Hobbit, that seems interesting, but that's a little bit too long. So the hope is 15 to 20 minutes be able to get those answers and observations out, be able to talk about it. So that is our goal. 
uh, and we're going to hopefully, you're going to have to try and get me to stick to that. I get kind of excited <laughs> when we're talking about these, these things. But let's go ahead and start with it today. I think the question, uh, the idea that we're going to go with is how do we approach history? How do we convince people that history is something that is worth, worth talking about? Um, I really dislike the phrase, I hate history. I do. I, I, again, I'm biased, but I really dislike that phrase. Yeah, and I can kind of see why you would hate that, you know, kids saying that they hate history. First of all, they're just kids. Like, what do they know? Like, what do they, <laughs> they don't even know what they like. <laughs> and then they're, like, going out saying they hate history. But the truth is, I get it. Like, because the truth is, is ignorance, you know? Like, just living and existing day to day, you're part of it all. And so saying that you hate it, it's just like being willfully ignorant. And I can see how that would get under your skin as an educator, you know? It, it's, it's tough, though, because I think it does kind of look like willful ignorance at times, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're like, well, I hate history. Uh, I, it's just brute memorization. Well, let me let you in on a secret. I don't like brute memorization either. No one does. No, nobody does, right? <laughs> nobody does. Do you remember in elementary school that like, you could win a prize if you could memorize the entire Declaration of Independence and no stand kidding. up and be able to do that? So uh, one of my teachers offered that, and me loving history, I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. And then I sat down to try and actually do it, and I couldn't. It was just it was frustrating. It's not because I didn't understand the Declaration of Independence. It just was not presented in a way that I found intriguing and appealing right. and something that I could actually, actually talk to. And so it, they don't understand mm -hmm. that it is history that they're already doing. Let, let me give you an mm -hmm. example. Let me give you an example to try and answer that question, because I think it's a valid question, what is history? How many times, Josh, have you run across a meme or something that you've liked, and you've immediately gone, okay, i got to figure out this reference. i got to figure it out. i got to figure out where it came from. Why is this funny? Why do I know this character or this person or this <laughs> phrase or, or this image? And you start digging, you're looking through the internet, and you're trying to find it. And finally, you find the solution. You find where it came from. And you feel enriched from it. You're like, okay, now I get that meme. I get it on a level. You share it with your friends. You yeah, pass it yeah. on to other people. And you feel good about it, right? You, yeah. You've discovered something. You figured out where this meme came from. It almost makes you feel like you belong to, you're like you're part of the in crowd. Right. And we'll say as I get older, I swear I cannot keep up with memes. And so I find myself doing this way more often because I, I feel like I have to stay young, you know, yeah. <laughs> to keep up. No, no, it's, yeah. it's fair. It's fair. It's the same thing that I do, um, trying to keep up. But that's history. Right. You are Absolutely. figuring out the story of where this image came from. And mm -hmm. you can do that with anything. You could do it with music, like you could answer questions of why are elder emails attached to My Chemical Romance and Blink-182, whatever bands it may be. Maybe you have grandparents sure. that randomly collect stuff. Like, I love my grandparents, but their house literally looks, you've been there. It looks <laughs> like a museum, right? Right? It looks like a museum. It I don't literally want to say is, <laughs> It literally is full of a bunch of stuff, right? Right. Old but stuff. They, <laughs> it, 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 old stuff. I mean, it fits, it fits with the people, right? It right, fits with right. the people. But why do they do that? That, that's something mm -hmm. that is worth worth discovering. Do they have a reason to that? Uh, you could get into it with music. You could get into it with books, with novels, with etymology. You've talked sure. about that already with the meaning of words. But that is history. Diving into a subject to look at where it came from. Why does this appeal to me? How has it changed people? How might it change people? That is all history. That yeah. is part of that story. And 
kids these days, not just kids, I don't like the phrase kids these days, but everybody, <laughs> we do this all the time. We do mm -hmm. this all the time, and I don't think people realize how much of it is actually history, is discovering these stories. Yeah, so whether you like it or not, whether you're a kid these days or a grown-up, <laughs> whichever it is, like, whether you love history or not, you're interacting with history every day, and I think that's one of the main reasons I'm really excited to work on this podcast is we can kind of look into, uh, you know, where where's my place personally? You know, I'm just a little cog in the huge machine of history and what happens, but you know, I'm a part of it still and I want to know how I fit in and all of my interests. I want to know, you know, where does that put me in this big human race? Right. It, history is one of those unique subjects that you can personalize. You can find out what your place is. Mm -hmm. You can find out what is expected of you, but you can also search and find out what different paths are out there, what different interests you are. On any given day, I'm researching and looking at new things. I think last week I was looking at the Napoleonic Wars, and that was <laughs> super interesting. The other week I was you know, studying Bigfoot, and like how do we get into these myths and legends and these ideas. And so, really, history is that personalized look at what does this mean to me? How does it benefit me? I think history can answer all of those questions, provide those type of answers of who you are, who you want to be, and how to be able to move forward from that. And I think all of us can really benefit from learning from history, whatever lessons those are, whatever stories we look at. Learning that kind of history builds empathy, builds understanding, builds respect, oh, for sure. both for yourself but for others, right? I mean, yeah. you feel like you're a better citizen as you learn about these type of questions, I would argue. Yeah, and I honestly couldn't agree more. I'm, I'm really glad that we were able to have this conversation, be able to talk about it. Because I really think that the, the I hate history ideas or those who say that is really just comes from a, a, a misconception mm -hmm. of what history is and a misunderstanding of kind of the stories that they can be able to gain from this and the benefits that they can be able to get from actually studying and looking at history. So my hope with this series is to be able to look at different topics and different ideas, current events, pop culture, whatever it may be, and be able to present it in a way that you can see it as a story, something that can give you a benefit and can help you become a better person. Uh, I'm hoping to have episode two up and live in the next two weeks. This one will be a little more historical in nature as we'll be looking at a current event topic that's been asked about multiple times, especially since 2016, which is mail-in and absentee voting. Really looking forward to getting Josh's ideas and thoughts down on that one. The intro and outro music you heard at the beginning of the episode was written and produced by Julian Winter. Script was edited by my wife, Ashley Hopper. Thank you, Josh, for joining me. It's been great having you on, being able to chat about stuff. Thank you. It's been a, a lot of fun being on the show. Hopefully I can come back again later. Oh, you're definitely coming back Sweet. for sure. If you have questions or topic suggestions, please feel free to follow and message me on Twitter at Hobber underscore Alex. Thank you for listening and make sure to tune in to the next episode for our first historical dive. See you next time. See you next time.